Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red-letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me as always is Parker. Uh, shout out to our producer, Bigfoot. We just watched Resident Evil 2, Apocalypse, and Resident Evil 3, Extinction. Just making sure. Okay, yeah, those are the ones. Uh, kind of tough to keep track of those subtitles correctly. And uh, effectively, we have watched every single zombie movie ever made. Uh, Parker, do you still like zombie movies? Buddy, you could have asked me that a month ago and the answer would have been no. <laughs> and this certainly didn't help things. Like, I, that's the thing is, like, we watched the first Resident Evil last week for our loyal listeners. Uh, but that's the thing is, like, after watching that, I kind of realized, boy, that might be the worst zombie movie I've ever seen. And then, oh, buddy. these movies. <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. Do I still like zombie movies? No. Did I watch Resident Evil's 2, 3, 4, and 5 on one day? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> now that's using your time profitably. But every single it's once just, in a while. It's... You're sitting there and it's like there's that mutual like, you should put the next one on. I'm going to put the next one on. And then you put the next one on. And yeah. then they're all just a tight 90 minutes, which, God bless. We call that brand synergy here. I but... cannot believe one of these isn't two hours long. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we lucked out. We got really lucky. I got to tell you, man, every once in a while, you you want to relax. You want to get a you know a nice feel-good movie, a movie turn your brain off, doesn't have any sort of uh, application to the real world. So uh, anyway. Like Parasite. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. So I turned on CNN International and... Oh no! <laughs> I'm chain watching these movies and every time I open my phone. Like, Let me check Twitter. Oh no, no. Oh, that's... Let's put on the next one. Oh, all my friends are texting me from Korea. Help me get me out of. Oh, oh. Well, oh. well put on the next one. Maybe yeah, there'll so be the more zombie one, yeah. dogs. Yeah, Spoilers, exactly. There the, are the good always parts. more zombie dogs. <laughs> the parts that everyone likes from the games. <laughs> okay. It's also, just so you know, they all look like the exact same dog. They never uh, ever except well, worse. Possibly. There's there's one difference you'll yeah. see next week. Oh good. <laughs> Parker, do we have any news? You honestly I do, but it's a downer and I just kinda wanna just ride this Resident Evil That's high. Good I'll point. Hurt you next okay. Week. If I can if I can just quickly get through my recently watch here. I don't even have any jerks of the week. I'm too good of a mood after watching Extinction. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, I rewatched The Revenant. Uh, yeah, good movie actually. Um, a really good movie, in fact. Uh, I really like Leonardo DiCaprio. I really like Tom Hardy. I really like the ugly, the ugly guy from Midsummer. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he is in that. Huh? <laughs> he's he plays a major role in that movie. It, it's great. Uh, the bear attack's great. Everyone talks about the bear attack. Uh, one of the ones we have to give a shout out to Alex, uh, who's uh, working hard on school stuff. Uh, he, he's often said that the movie is about 30 minutes too long. Uh, I, I tend to agree with him. And I have to admit, as I was watching, I was like, yeah, it, it kind of drags in places, but I'm not sure where I'd cut the 30 minutes. And then he met up with his Native American buddy, and they're trying to catch like snowflakes in their mouths. I'm like, oh, 
probably got that, you know. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I did not like that movie, but also it's one of the most gorgeous movies I've ever seen in a theater. So I I have to admit we'll that call kind that of a s- net positive. No, yeah, it's good. I mean, I have to admit that kind of doesn't seem like a movie that you would enjoy. It feels very how do I put this Siegel esque. Uh, and not in a good way for you. Uh, it's very oldie timey sort of thing, and I, I can understand I if that doesn't appeal to you. Uh, they tell. A, I think I was hanging out with a new group of friends, and we we're just like, "Hey, this movie's getting a lot of awards. Let's go see it." Uh, it yeah. just was not just crammed in the middle like sardines. It was just yeah, not the best experience. But still, like even while I'm sitting there with my arms yeah. crossed, like this is the most gorgeous fucking thing I've ever seen. Sometimes it's important to just be able to appreciate something. I'll get to that with my next movie. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, I think, definitely earned his Oscar for this one. I think he gave a great performance. A lot of uh, controversy. A lot of people, I believe Alex agrees with me on this one, that Tom Hardy gave a better performance than uh, Leo oh, yeah, did. Oh, absolutely. But, Tom Hardy's real good in that. Yeah, but Leo gave a very good performance. And I think one of the things I like about it is that it's so nonverbal. There is very little talking that he does in this. I think he utters fewer words in this than he does in any of his other movies. And I think that is uh, for the best. And that really shows that you have to act, not with your, just with your face, but there's a lot of, uh, like, acting with your actions. Uh, Tom Murray does a great job snatching rifles. That is a big deal as far as I'm concerned. You have to be able to snatch a rifle correctly, and Tom Hardy is very good at snatching rifles. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is very good at pretending to almost be dead. So uh, I, I, I think it's really good. I liked it quite a bit. Um, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Uh, Correct. That, yeah. that was my takeaway. <laughs> I, Other than walking around for about a week, just going, goddamn pelts are all I know. That's, I really enjoyed yeah. doing that. I didn't appreciate Tom Hardy making fun of your voice, but I'm glad he listens. It uh, hurt, but, you know, I felt seen. <laughs> I think uh, one of the things that really stuck with me indelibly is like, I am never going hunting. Ever. Correct. Yeah. All right. So next movie I watched is uh, the lady friend Alex came over. Uh, you know, she, she introduced me to AEW, yeah, which was a lot God of fun. I'm, I'm a big fan of Orange Cassidy and Smiley Kylie Ray. Uh, it's it's really cool. I, I was into it. And she was like, "Hey, you want to watch a Nick Cage movie?" I'm like, "Oh, who, what growing girl doesn't?" And uh, she's <laughs> like, "How how about a Nick Cage movie they've never seen before, and one that I've never seen before? It's a little something called Leaving Las Vegas. He won an Oscar for this movie. We put it on." Uh, Parker, uh, so so I'm giving up alcohol for Lent, and uh, oh, after watching this movie, possibly forever. Um, Nicholas Cage, have you ever seen Leaving Las Vegas? Somehow I have not. Every time I'm like, uh, I should watch that one, well, I just watch one of his shittier ones. You really? I actually is useless, man. This is a very well-made movie. The acting performances are great. I think Cage earns his Oscar, although I don't even know that it's his best performance because I actually think he's really good at almost everything he does. Uh, Elizabeth Shue is great. I think she may have been nominated for one. It's basically uh, more or less based on the autobiographical story of a suicidal alcoholic who actually ended up offing Hell himself yeah. after he sold the uh, rights oh. to the story to the filmmakers. So a uh, real feel-good story there. Um, oh, Jesus. Anyway, Nicolas Cage plays an alcoholic, and uh, he's drinking so much and drinking, drinking, to the extent that, like, you're watching him like, oh, there is no way he makes it out of this movie alive. Uh, you realize that in the first five minutes. He's like, well, if I'm going to kill myself by drinking, might as well do it in Las Vegas. I'll have a good time. He hires Elizabeth Shue as a prostitute, and uh, she realizes he has a heart of gold because he doesn't even want sex. He just wants someone to be there with him. Um, 
And it's very uncomfortable. I don't think their relationship is at all something to aspire to, so it's kind of hard for me to sort of get into it. I, I understand that that's not really the point. The point of the movie is that uh, they're both very broken people. They feel very sad. They're both in very awful positions. But they have each other. And as long as you have a human connection, that goes a long way. I can respect that. I can't respect uh, Elizabeth Shue taking in this extraordinarily alcoholic gentleman into her apartment and then just not expecting these awful things that end up happening. Uh, it's like, you, you gotta know that this is gonna happen, right? Anyway, uh, I'm kind of summarizing really quick. Uh, he ends up banging Mariska Hargitay on her bed, and she gets kind of sore about that, so she kicks him out. And then she feels lonely because she doesn't have extraordinarily drunk Nicolas Cage on her bed right now. And again, very good performances by each of them. So she seeks him out, she finds him, and he's sitting in his own bed, almost catatonic, just sort of shaking. You know he's on his last breaths. And she's like, you know what, now's the time. Gets on top of him and starts riding him. And this is the As first this is the first time that they have consummated their relationship. Oh, mercy. He, he squeaks a little bit, moves, dies within her. <laughs> so she Gets off him and walks out the door. The end. Roll credits. Uh, Alex, what did you think? <laughs> I have to admit, not the most fun I've ever had watching a movie. Uh, I can again, I can appreciate how well it was made. I, I think it earned whatever Oscars it got, but I, I will never ever watch this again. I think this was the least fun I've ever had watching a movie with a woman in my arms or uh, a woman next to me. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we've uh, talked about Underworld a couple times, Chris. <laughs> Do you want to? Actually, that, oh my god! If we have to, oh, good point. Okay, so the worst worst I've ever had watching a movie with another uh, woman would be uh, Repo the Genetic Opera. Uh, there we go, and then Underworld, and then and the Cage dying inside a woman. No, <laughs> uh, actually, oh, are you which, flipping him? Yeah, I think Queen of the Damned is up there. Oh my god! I forgot how deep this well goes. <laughs> Look, I made the a lot of decisions. were not kind to you. I almost want to say that. I the, mean, I almost want to say that the end of out. Ginger Snaps Two was uh, up there. But Jesus, sorry. Okay, flashbacks. So god anyway, it's a I fucking inter- who's who of mid two thousands goth who? rock movies. So, yeah, hoops, hoops. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, then I got to introduce Alex to a Nick Cage movie that she's never seen. Uh, it's called Con Air. I'm so, sorry. The, so the next movie, what the, the fuck? I'm so I, angry. Very, very blind spot. She ended up enjoying it. Uh, she enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, problem the I bought this fucking thing. Okay, I rented it. You know, for, for like four bucks, you can do that with pretty much any movie online these days. I did that like through the P to PlayStation Network or something like that. This fucking thing had the audio desynced the entire movie and was like fucking disgusting, it was really fucking annoying. But uh, I think she liked it. Um, I could tell that. Well, she certainly liked it more than leaving Las Vegas. You should have brought out the Field Family burned DVD-R copy of it. Correct, yeah. It just ripped right off of USA Network with all the fucks bleeped out. Okay, <laughs> last one. Parker, when is the most you've ever been on your bullshit? Don't answer that. The most I've ever <laughs> this been This week on... when I watched four Resident <laughs> Evil movies in one day. You think that's something. Let me one-up you with a single movie. The last one. Okay? I watched Already. a movie that came out in 1926... Jesus wept. Yeah, it's it's a silent movie. It's a oh, you don't say. It's a German movie. Uh huh. It's animated, and the whole God. thing 
is in silhouette using uh, like black cardboard cutouts. So literally every character is technically in blackface. Was this like your penance? Like, I'm going to watch two of these Resident Evils, so I have to counterbalance it. <laughs> Was this a calculated move on your part? So, the Aventura des Prince and Ahmed, which is... Go fuck yourself. The advent, sorry. The Adventures of Prince Ahmed <laughs> is... Uh, kinda, oh, jeez. It's kinda, my favorite Jeff Dunham character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's more or less based on some of the, uh, the Tales of Scheherazade from the Arabian Nights. Which, uh, good book. I, I like a lot of the stories. Um, it's actually really, really fascinating how much hard work was put into this. Turns out one woman is creating all these, like, cutouts, right? And filming them with light and stuff like that. And using, like, little thread to animate them. The animation is really, really good. And it's so hard. It, it took her, like, three years to make this thing, right? So I can appreciate a lot of hard work that went into it. There's, there's a lot of really good humor in this movie. It's very mature. I, I especially thought that the orgy scene was particularly droll. And uh, come I, again? <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have any idea how hard I've thought about you saying the words? I found the orgy scene to be particularly <laughs> droll. <laughs> I found the orgy both shallow and pedantic. <laughs> it, it's it's a good movie. Don't watch it. So then, Parker, what did you watch? So I will only talk about one movie. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of things we will get to at a later time. Because I'm very excited to talk to you about Shocker one day. Because oh, I've heard. Oh, buddy. That is 18 different stupid movies. It's real good. But what I want to talk to you about today is Soldier from Paul W.S. Anderson. Oh, I've heard about this. This is the one where Kurt Russell it more or less takes place in the uh, Blade Runner universe, right? You can put some heavy quotations on Blade Runner universe. <laughs> There's oh, like no. a drop line. Yeah. So here's the thing. So this comes out, he does Mortal Kombat, then Event Horizon, and then Soldier, and then he gets Resident Evil. How? So, like, for most of them, like, this is fine. It's kind of a bummer, because, like, obviously Kurt Russell's, like, this super soldier. There's, like, no emotion or any of that. But that means you don't get Kurt Russell being Kurt Russell. Yeah. Like, you go to the trivia, and, like, one of the top things is that he's on screen almost the entire movie and says 104 words Uh-oh. the entire movie. That's not good. So just a lot of him looking stoically. Like, Gary Busey's there, and he's playing it straight. And I'm for about two-thirds of it, I'm kind of bummed out. I'm like, oh, man, this is, like, it's whatever. But, like, they think he's dead. He gets dropped off on a different planet, and then... People take him in, and then he learns to, you know, feel emotion, and he helps them, and they help him, and I'm like, okay, I got it. And then the third act happens, where the army invades, and it just turns into Kurt Russell using guerrilla warfare to fucking murder people. And the movie immediately goes up at four stars. Okay. It's not great by any means, but there's a scene where uh, one of the bad guys is following a family up the stairs with a flamethrower. And he's like slowly creeping up behind him. And then he gets to the top of the stairs. And then the camera's from his POV. And as he reaches the top stair, there's just Kurt Russell standing there with a rocket launcher. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, it's worth a watch. It's, Man. There's, that, some, there's some good stuff in there, but it's I wanted more. That's so unfair. You got to watch a movie where a guy uses a rocket launcher out of nowhere. Boy, oh, if only I could be buddy. so lucky. Oh, buddy. Yeah, it's on HBO Go right now. It's like Ooh. fate brought it together for me to watch it this week. I love fate. Okay. Budget sixty million, box office fourteen. Yeah, whatever. That, Let's talk uh, about Resident Evil Two Apocalypse. I want to talk about it for hours. <laughs> you know, actually, for a while, I was thinking about like Soldier as like a possible episode for us. 
Eh, there's not yeah, much there. Yeah, I guess not. You'll still watch it, though. You oh, have correct. To, yeah, you, you know what I am. <laughs> Chris, let me just set the stage. As I put in my DVD for Resident Evil Apocalypse... You have this on hit, DVD? Buddy, I own all these. This is... They're all used. Half-price books is real clutch. I, I, <laughs> Let I'm me put still... this time capsule in frame for you. I want you to imagine this. You hit play movie, and then an option comes up. Full screen or widescreen? <laughs> so just imagine the technology we're dealing with on this shitty old release. <laughs> it is... Chris, I love this movie. This movie sucks, but also... But which I love this movie. Widescreen. I'm I want I'm all on. of the action. <laughs> Cut or am. uncut screen. <laughs> oh my god. Where do we fucking start? Okay, so if I could give some field family lore, this always seems oh to go god, over yes. well. Um, everyone remembers LimeWire, right? Funny. So, putting my employment with the Federal Bureau of Investigation at risk here, my brother and I used to dabble in uh, LimeWire usage. We used to download songs. How else are you going to get Soulja Boy crank that? And uh, here's the thing. You could download other files from there, too. You could get uh, movies. And I think the first and I believe the only movie we ever downloaded from LimeWire was Resident Evil Apocalypse. I think it was my brother's bright-ass decision to download that one. I don't know why. Uh, but we got it. And we had it, and Henry watched it before I did. I was just like, I'm not going to watch that. I didn't see the first one. Also, I don't like Resident Evil. He's like, no, 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 no. You got to check this out. Trust me, dude. He, this is fucking sick. Yeah, so I ended up watching it myself, and it, it was so powerful. I My hair turned white for a week. <laughs> I There was a green glow coming from the computer room. We used to have these things called computer rooms. It was... Uh, a very seminal day in Christery, as we say. So, <laughs> uh, I got, I'm going to have to pull up my notes for this fucking thing. Now, Parker, I, I think I mentioned I actually played Resident Evil 2. Not the remake, uh, but I, I've i played the PlayStation version. And I found it somewhat lacking. It's it's The meanest thing I could say is it's a Resident Evil game. It's, it's just not very good. Uh, the graphics aren't very good. It doesn't impress me. The controls fucking suck. Uh, it's like there's in the invent the inventory system kind of pisses me off and all the maps and everything and the story's stupid it's written by a bunch of babies it's it's certainly better than the first game but that's a very low bar to clear uh, so I was not particularly impressed but there are some things that I do like I'm not going to be completely negative if I don't need to be I like the idea that we go through the entire city I like that it's bigger you know there's more places to explore they're really developing the narrative with this evil corporation. Uh, there's more characters. It's, I, I kind of like seeing where it's going to go, multiple paths and everything like that. It is, uh, it's really nice. And I think it's interesting. And if you want to play as like a little retro experience, eh, there's worse things you could do. So, Parker, if you'd like to talk to me about the intro to this movie. Oh, my God. You know, normally I get annoyed when you watch a movie and it's like, okay, so this director thinks I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> but boy did, I, boy, did I appreciate the... Hi, so my name's Alice. Here's what happened last movie. Because we talked about it at, right after watching it. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on or why it was so convoluted. So it was very nice just to have her just talk over stock footage. Like, hey, so uh, this is me. I woke up. I was in charge of security. But I amnesia. That's crazy. Also, there's dogs? Don't worry about it. Hi, my name is Alice. You might be wondering how I got here. Funny story. Let me take it back. <laughs> 
I used to work for a pharmaceutical company, which isn't even described as a pharmaceutical company. It's simply described as the most powerful corporate entity in the United States. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> on the one hand, I'd say that, well, that does certainly explain the, the capabilities that they have. On the other hand, what? <laughs> uh, the other thing, she, she says that she was the head of security. What, at the age of 25? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking whatever, man. And the other I thing is, say, why didn't you say that in the last movie? Because I bet dollars to donuts that you didn't say that. No, I will not go back and check. Why are you asking me? He will next year. <laughs> this is going to be a yearly <laughs> thing for us. Big shout out to Paul W.S. Anderson. He didn't direct two or three, but you better believe he wrote all six of these godforsaken movies. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay. He was busy away making Alien vs. Predator, thanks for nothing, but still yeah. <laughs> found the time to write this script. Uh, one of these days, we should do an episode on Alien vs. Predator. Anyway, so uh, the <laughs> intro is sort of edited by an epileptic. Uh, it just like it just feels bad. And like we've talked about it. It's basically Mia Jovovich looking at the camera and saying, Hi, my name is Alice. This might seem kind of crazy, but you know, it's all this other bullshit. And at first, I actually wrote down that I had to delete the note based on uh, the ending. Uh, it's like, who is she talking to? <laughs> <laughs> they do explain that. Correct to them, they do explain that. But at that point, the movie, you're like, is, she, is it me? Am I uh, part of the, is this like before the movie start? What are we, okay. Yeah. And have fun, Austin. And that goes for you at home as well. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I really do want to talk about the editing. The editing is so yeah. fucking bad in that it intro is- scene. <sighs> Horrendous. This is cutting back and forth on these different fucking scenes. The whole movie. Course. Yeah. That's the thing is like my next note is, oh fuck, the whole movie is edited like this. I'm talking about the scene where like movie. fucking all the God. trucks are driving into the city to confront the guy who <laughs> made the virus. Thanks for nothing, dickless. And it's edited so poorly. We have all these different shots of all the trucks. Like, people were talking a lot about, remember a couple years ago, Bohemian Rhapsody came out. People were mad about it. It was like, oh, that was edited poorly, stuff like that. There's a bunch of different cuts that one scene at breakfast or something like that i don't even remember that doesn't compare to the editing of this scene with all the trucks and bullshit driving through the city it's the fucking dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life we'll get to the nemesis fight later but i legitimately got a headache while watching it it doesn't make any lick of sense i genuinely don't know who these movies are for besides you and me so like we have like a lot of people who are like hardcore fans like they never miss a movie I, I don't know how they, like, watch this part without, like, closing their eyes. It just... <laughs> it hurts. So, anyway, there's... This movie is so fucking ugly, too. Yeah. It's just so yeah, dark yeah. and gray. It's it's so unappealing I, I guess, in every possible way. I guess maybe that's the reason the first one was, I guess, a slightly bigger hit than this one. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't track money or whatever, but, like, the first one had the good sensibility to keep things dark and in the shadows so you can't quite see the strings attached to the puppets and stuff. This one, oh, man, they just put it out in broad daylight so you can see all the idiocy. So uh, there's the Ashfords. There's uh, Papa Ashford and Angela Ashford. Pretty grown-up name for a young girl. No, it isn't. Uh, (laughs) So the father is in a wheelchair and Umbrella... The corporation says, you must come with us. And if he doesn't, they'll just shoot him or something. This is a corporation. He's like, no, I'm staying here. It's like... Motherfucker, your legs don't work. This isn't a negotiation. Yeah, exactly. I kind of <laughs> fucking going with him. Yeah. Get in the car. He kind of he does kind of make you wonder what is Umbrella. Umbrella is more or less like a pharmaceutical company combined with Blackwater. 
So, Chris, uh, I hope you like thinking about what Umbrella is for the rest of these movies. Yeah. Anyway, they also have... Hey, you know what my favorite part of zombies are? Boardroom meetings. <laughs> Businesses. <laughs> a guy wearing a sunglasses indoors. So, uh, Angela Ashford is taken from second grade, and uh, she's taken in the car, and they drive away. And, uh... I don't know if this counts as the first scare of the movie, but they're hit by a different car, uh, by a truck, actually. <laughs> and it's edited so poorly that I count it as a jump scare because it's fucking stupid. And, like, because you see that, and it almost looks like it's deliberate. Like, who's in that truck? Who knocked it? Just just randomly happened. It's never mentioned yeah. again. Just a random-ass truck hit him. Like, yeah, it's, okay, who knows? So this is the kind of movie I do know, doing, actually, right? if you go behind the scenes, do you watch the director's cut or regular? It's okay. So I watched the director's director? cut. Oh, yeah, I watched the director's what? cut. And the, the truck that hits her is actually driven by the mob that releases the Joker. In the white room <laughs> Fucking with it. black curtains <laughs> in the how did that get dislodged from your smooth brain? What the fuck? You said no strings. Man, I hate that. Would secure you. Anyway, so uh, one of the main characters that's well known from the first game, and I guess we can go ahead and count the third game, which I, I started playing is not really holding my attention, uh, is Jill Valentine. Uh, she's oh she's very well known. Uh, everyone likes Jesus. her. Yes. And one of the things that a lot of people, including me, did not like about the first movie is it doesn't actually have the Resident Evil heavy quotation marks here, characters. Yeah, we don't have them, you know, it's like, oh, where's Chris Redfield, Barry Byrne, Albert Wesker, Rebecca Chambers, and Jill Valentine, where is she? Oh, no. So this is one of my all-time favorite introductions to any character ever. First we see, there's so much. I, can I please just have the floor? Yeah, okay, so she fucking has, like, the newspapers on her wall that says, Jill Valentine, one of Raccoon City's best cops. Subheading, she was duped. <laughs> <laughs> Some I I majored in journalism. I I was the news editor of my college's newspaper. I routinely was tasked with editing the front pages of my college's newspaper. Never, Parker, not once did I ever use the word duped. <laughs> anyway, local she, police sergeant hoodwinked. <laughs> go fuck yourself. She. She dresses like there's really no other word I can use here. She dresses like a hooker. Uh, I'm just she dresses like a fucking idiot. Because when you realize yes. that like she knows this outbreak is happening and dressed like this I on have purpose, never it's seen so fucking. Funny. Look, I have seen bikini models who bear less skin than she does in this movie. It's, it is so guys, it's video game accurate. Like cool this isn't a video you game. don't want it to be video game accurate have you seen the way she dresses it's so distracting she has dressed seen gamers this is a honeypot costume okay i understand it's like one of those entrapment sort of things she remember the warriors you know how like that woman is like sitting on like a park bench to sort of entice that one guy james remar right uh yeah. to like hit on her well, and he gets takes a turn it, yeah it's it's a revealing thing it's a good scene but remember the way she's dressed not even like a hooker. She's wearing jeans. You know what? If there are zombies about, I would wear jeans. <laughs> like, it's one thing if in the game, like, she's just, like, you're ambushed. You, like, you don't have time to change. You just gotta grab shit and go. But, like, 
she's rolling into the office dressed like a lot of vagina like hey boys i heard there's zombies in here i'm dead ass she is she's showing more skin than a lot of did i know she is remember in high school when you wear skirts the prince will be like young lady sorry uh like the the principal will tell like the girl be like uh young lady you have to wear like your skirt yes like i guess it was like fingertip length or something like that yeah this is not a fingertip this is like barely her knuckles if that and the top is this a Parker, I don't know girls. Is this a tube top? This feels like a tube top situation. Folks, yeah. Yeah. talking about boob tubes. Yo, Hello. Hey, <laughs> yo. Okay, this is adults only. It's such a colossal own that they filmed this in Canada in November. <laughs> he dressed like a fucking idiot and get pneumonia for a stupid movie. Jill, I don't know how to tell you this. We have to dress you like a whore. Anyway, so... That- <laughs> it's comic accurate. The fanboys will love it. That, that, now, see, look, you dress like this, you don't even have to act. Yeah. Good news. <laughs> you are going to be walking around exactly the way we want you to. Okay, now walk like this. <laughs> so, uh, if you're going to make changes to the narrative, and you should, maybe have it so your brave, badass heroine who storms into her own police station, just shooting everyone in sight, isn't dressed like a hooker. <laughs> it's... It's an immediate realization of like, oh boy, we're in it now. Yeah. We're fucking in for it. It is. Now, guys. I mean, that is like the real realization. It's like this ain't your grandma's Resident Evil movie. <laughs> this is advanced suckitude. The fans talked, and we listened. <laughs> we shouldn't have, but we did. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. This is. You know what? You should never listen to gamers this is ever it's such an it's such a powerful scene it's more than just the, the, having duped in a newspaper headline <laughs> it's more than your brave badass heroine being dressed like a whore it is it's hooker a better word i don't know if i want to <laughs> please stop slut shaming our protagonist yeah. <laughs> uh it's because it's sure not alice because she's just gone this whole movie no she'll come back later we will talk about this uh oh she... <laughs> buddy will we ever <laughs> but when your brave badass heroine who's dressed like a hooker with a heart of gold walks into the the police station and just starts shooting it up like the movie <laughs> uh shoot em up like she just unloads i don't think she's aiming i think she's just <laughs> fucking not. shooting i mean she's a cop isn't she She does save the black guy so no wonder they don't want her on the police force anymore folks oh rip from the headlines <laughs> if you p- <laughs> do you want to fucking talk about our good Could friend you, lj yeah oh you have a name for her. i was going to call him the black guy because i'm pretty sure i made a point to not do i that. understand you did but i don't think the director did <laughs> Look, I know what I sound like. I have to pick my battles. We will get you read the trivia for this movie. I I did not. Uh oh. My blood ran cold when I read that originally LJ was supposed to be played by Snoop Dogg. I've thought about this for hours now. I I genuinely don't think he could be in a a zombie movie. I cannot. One of the zombies would have said for shizzle and I would have killed myself. (laughs) Honest to God. I. Okay, wait, I just want you to do like a little thought exercise with me. Okay, okay, so breathe in, breathe out, close your eyes. Imagine Snoop Dogg pretending to be afraid of anything. That's why. No. So, anyway, the city being entirely locked off made me think of two things 
Wuhan, China, where people are being welded into their apartments and the oh, virus is spreading and we genuinely don't have any way to stop it. It also made me think of Escape from New York, but with zombies. Oh, buddy. Also, it sucks. If you want to talk so, about Escape from New York and aliens, <laughs> it's this movie, but shittier. Yeah, it's it's very, that's a good way to describe Resident Evil Apocalypse. It's like Escape from New York, except it sucks. So, uh, <laughs> honest to God, that's what it is. Yeah, that's real. also with zombies. So, Sort of. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's the thing. It's Umbrella didn't get the memo. Umbrella seems to think that the real problem is the citizenry. They open fire on the citizens <laughs> because they didn't turn around to go home fast enough. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Like, you know, a lot of movies, especially zombie movies, I mean, we've seen a George Romero movie. Where it's like a real thing. It's like, oh, who's the real monster? Monster of the zombies. Well, you know, consumerism. But then we see this. It's just umbrellas shooting a bunch of innocent people. <laughs> it's like, oh, I too saw Day of the Dead. Thanks, movie. Thank you so much. Not Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> Watching this series, like, back-to-back like this is really interesting. Because, like, if you remember, the first one came out in 2002. Like, zombie movies weren't anything. Don't give a shit about zombies. Correct. And then by, like, 2 and 3, you've got the Dawn of the Dead remake. That fucking zombies survival guide that stupid book walking dead (laughs) comics are starting to get big 28 days later like these are starting to be a thing again and then you're watching all of it progress with these movies (laughs) that's the thing is like so jill valentine and also her young black friend uh are walking along and they're like they're the police they're supposed to protect the people but they don't and uh so umbrella starts shooting all these people and i look I get it. There may be... Uh, Parker, if I could give way too much credit for a second. Uh, there may be a subtle dig at, like, pharmaceutical companies and, like, corporatism and, like, maybe even a little bit of capitalism. Like, all oh, these companies, they have too much power. And, like, maybe you shouldn't, like, trust all these really big companies. Well, it's money. What if they hire a military force and turn you all into the zombies and then shoot you? Like, you know, I get it. But if you're going to close off the city, like... Come on! Someone's gonna try to get someone at some point will report this to the pol- to the like the local news. Parker, would you like to talk about the local news lady, Grant Runyon? Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, uh, we're they the, making those found footage movies, huh? Let's give this broad a camera. Great. <laughs> Thanks for fucking nothing. All right. So Grant Runyon, sorry, Grace Ryan, is it? Did you Come say on. Grant Runyon? <laughs> Oh, I must have ants got into my brain. Anyway, so Grace Ryan is in this. Uh, wait, is it Darcel Jones? Or... Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so she has... Uh... <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, for all three people who laughed at that. <laughs> no, that time you said Grant Rodian. Okay, so, uh, yeah, she's got a little video camera to record this. And this is going to be her Emmy. Great. Yeah, it's good. You, you you won an Emmy for reporting on the zombies. <laughs> Thank you, movie. More characters, like, please. Hero. Also, Alice still hasn't so, shown up. So, I mean, that's a good example here to sort of contrast uh, this movie with the first one. It's, I, I complained very loudly and long about how the first movie does not actually have characters. Uh, this one does <laughs> have... Fucking... Boy, that monkey's paw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not enough characters, huh? How about the sassy, funny black guy? Like, oh, okay, shit, so we got... <laughs> take it back, take it back. So we got the sassy, funny black guy named LJ. Uh, we have 
have Grant Runyon. Uh, we have <laughs> Grant Runyon <laughs> one pants. <laughs> I am so fucking tired. This is going to get so much worse. We have Carlos. We have a Russian guy. Uh, and we have Jill. I don't even remember Russian yeah. guy. I watched this like three days ago. He's gone. We have uh, we have a hooker with a heart of gold. We have uh, the priest uh, who's in this. Who says we all have to repent or die. We have the little British girl. Uh, wait, why am I including her? She's not a character. Uh, we'll have her dad. I'll include her dad as a character. Uh, and we have Alice. Oh. So here's... I, I don't remember if this is... A, I, I didn't make a note of this. I probably should have. I, I don't know. Is it Alice or is it uh, Jill who finds a gun store that no one has thought to raid yet. Do you have any idea how many guns are in this fucking place? It's absurd. And she just pulls them all out. They're all loaded, which, by the way, I haven't worked at a gun store, but I know probably shouldn't do that. Like, you know, just in case. were a different time, man. Yeah. We were going through it back then. Anyway, a bunch of dogs attack her, probably. I did not look it up. It's either dogs or a zombie. She has to use his gun somehow. And, uh, I want to talk about the scene. I, where our good friend from the Mummy Odin Fair just comes oh, flying out of that helicopter. <laughs> so that's the thing is Odin Fair, who plays a character in the Mummy. I'm not sure which one. We're still arguing about this today. Uh, I could look it up, but I'll be goddamn. Yeah, it's happen. Oh, Jesus. He the fucking guitar kicking. Wow, wow, it, it sounds like the honestly, God, it sounds like the fucking Wonder Woman theme song. <laughs> As he jumps out of a helicopter, dual wielding pistols, <laughs> shooting zombies. So this is based on a horror <laughs> series. You're supposed God. to be scared during this intense There's action. There's no movie. horror and also no blood. Yeah, thanks for fucking nothing, Paul. <laughs> so yeah, he kills a bunch. Anyway, apparently. Umbrella has abandoned its own, and yet people still work for them. I don't. I, what's I, uh, what are we doing here? If you did a drinking game every time someone mentioned Umbrella or we saw the Umbrella logo, you would be dead. Yeah, fucking it's endless. Because once again, you know what I want in my zombie movies? Talking about fucking pharmaceutical corporations. Yeah. for hours and hours. Oh yeah. So they uh, all our characters. And there are several. Uh, walk into a church. Uh, it's a, some sort of cathedral. <laughs> and then, <laughs> this is where we meet our priest who tells them, oh, it's a demons, you have to repent. And she's like, hey, what's the matter with you? He's like, oh, my sister is now a zombie. I've been feeding people to the zombie. I am a priest. And they're just There's like, an idea. That's crazy. Oh, I'm gone now. Yeah. Anyway, Goodbye so yeah, me. he just sort of... And uh, they're like, oh, well, what happened to that Scottish priest? Uh, he's Irish. Was Irish. Which is a very much a, well, his ribbon candy moment. Uh, <laughs> 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 anyway, a liquor comes in. Remember liquors from the second Damn game? Damn killed them, folks. I remember liquor. <laughs> your brain does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the liquor I think kills Grant Runyon, and uh, this stop <laughs> <laughs> saying Grant. Runyon. Sorry, the liquor kills Grace Ryan, and Grant Runyon jewels fast. Run, run. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her real name. I'm just using Frisky Dingo <laughs> characters here. <laughs> Do the roar. Do it. 
<laughs> so Master Cylinder Pants comes through the window. <laughs> so this is where fucking Alice comes into oh this Parker, God. if you would like to describe to me. Tears were running down my face <laughs> as she barrels through that stained glass on a motorcycle. <laughs> leaps off of it, does a backflip, the camera flips with it. The bike goes into the liquor, drives him literally up the wall, and then she shoots it and explodes. I was cry laughing so hard. It's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, strong recommend. This movie is awful, but you have to see it. It's because everything we're talking about is so deadly serious. Like, guys, is this the coolest fucking thing you've ever seen or what? And it sucks so bad. It's so fucking That's a good point about the tone. The tone, like, how do I put this? If, there are if you're expecting there, a there. wink and a nod, you are out of your mind. Her backflipping and the whole camera rotating with her is supposed to be like, holy shit, dude, I've never seen anything like that before. The one acknowledgement we get of that is Jill Valentine asking her, and I quote, who the fuck are you? And, uh, I... I mean, at this point, she is your friend. Uh, she just saved your lives from the liquor who licks people. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I'm replaying it in my head and it's cracking me up. I just remember that scene. And I'm pretty sure right after she says, who the fuck are you? You kind of get the edit point where you're just like, okay, they're going to cut to commercial when it gets played live on TNT, you know? Uh, which is about the time where we cut to LJ. He's a... Uh, oh my god. God Almighty. He is driving along Endless. and he says perhaps the funniest line because that's the thing about the movie is there are jokes. They're not funny. But there are jokes. Allegedly. And he's driving along and there's a zombie little road and he yells, GTA motherfucker, bam! Hits the zombie, rolls over the top of his car, yeah, ten points. First of all, that game gives you a lot more than ten points. I just want to say that. Exactly. Then he uh he finds some hookers, not Jill Valentine. Uh, he tells him, yeah, I'd still pay $5 for your stinky ass. Uh, we here at Beal Deal to Sex Appeal uh, respect women's bodies. Do not take their ass. Take a break stinky. from the end of humanity to slut shame this woman. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, movie. Yeah. Anyway, at one point, he joins up with their merry band. Aren't you happy? He goes into a police station with the rest of STARS, S T A R S, uh, Special Tactics and Rescue Squad. And uh, they're about to shoot him, and they're like, oh, you need a gun. He says, motherfucker, please. My shit's custom. He has the golden guns from GoldenEye 007, which is, by the way, one hit, one kill. Totally a cheat code. Justin should not be allowed to use this. Uh, but he is preening, just showing these around like a peacock showing off its plumage to a potential mate. Just like, it's a real. Hey, you're going to call cut? <laughs> hey. No, all right. Just really letting you soak it in. For, you gotta let yeah. the laugh finish. Yeah, you know, just sort it's of so funny that he has explore the guns. space. You know, like uh, goop on your Grinch. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that the name of the reporter? Yeah. <laughs> goop on your Grinch. Goop on your Grinch <laughs> with her Emmy-winning video of her getting eaten by zombies. I won't call her Grant Running. I don't care. Uh, that's the thing about him is I can tell that he is getting no direction besides be black. Which, uh... Hey, hey, talk more... Well, you know. Like you guys do. <laughs> Sick, thanks, man. That's the thing. It's, like, it's so insulting, but you know that's what the director is saying to this poor guy. Who's just like... Right. 
Urban. Okay. Uh, uh, when you shoot that zombie, can you say dynamite? No, I, I get it. I, I studied at Juilliard for eight years. I've uh, worked in theater for a number of productions. King Lear is actually uh, what I go for. Can you say, ah, here it goes, and then walk behind the curtain? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. And yet, one of the more likable characters in the movie. So, uh... <laughs> I mean, boy, sure. In comparison wrong, to... Come on. Actually... The fucking cardboard cutouts of everyone else, yeah. We should talk about our big bad. When you say big, oh god. One of the appeals of uh, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis is uh, a game I haven't got to this point yet, but I've heard good things about it, is uh, the titular Nemesis. He's a really huge mutant guy. Looks like uh, Boa Bobo from Double Dragon. And... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, in, in that game, apparently, and this is only what I've heard online, so if I'm wrong, in, uh, I don't know, you can correct me. Uh, he's this huge guy, and he jumps into the scene out of nowhere. He can do it at, like, any time. He just goes, stars! And he, like, chase you around, you have to escape from it, and you never really feel safe. So you're always on your toes. There really isn't a safe room in the game, because he's always coming after you. It's like, oh, that is interesting. And if he could do that in this movie, I mean, the possibilities are endless. So in this movie, he has a rocket launcher. <laughs> the big bad who can show up at any time has two scenes. Don't worry about it. I want to focus on the rocket launcher. I was uh, really hoping you'd go for more of this because there's a some. Call him what he is, a cowboy. Uh, just oh my god, that's right. Okay, okay, <laughs> no, you got. Sorry, I watched all four of these like in a row. So <laughs> okay, I remember now. It's okay, they're not very memorable, Parker. I can understand you're not really into them. The Fake big man. reveal of this seven-foot-tall dude in a rubber suit <laughs> just walking into center frame holding a rocket launcher is, I was going to say, one of the stupidest things I've ever seen, but I don't even know how it ranks after the day I had with these movies. <laughs> but it is... It's a sight that just bleeds into your brain. It's so profoundly stupid. Like... He's you have this literal like he's a monster. Like he's seven foot tall, looks like a fucking monster. <laughs> they give him a, like he, you know, they tried to test the suit. And they're like, can you walk in it? No. Let's get him a gun. I guess. <laughs> what the fuck else are we supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> they just go for it, man. They just into it, and he blows up a cowboy with a rocket launcher. <laughs> I am not making this up. He just <laughs> fucking rockets Chris Kyle right in the face. <laughs> So after he blows that guy up, it blows up a bunch of other things. Um, they're in a school now. They're exploring a school. Oh, now, this is after the scene where they just stop in a graveyard. Oh, that, Go fuck yourself, yeah, they, movie. I think they... I'm pretty sure they split up at this point. The black guy who got bitten is just traveling with them, and he's their friend. Which tries we, to be insane. Yeah, it's every zombie movie ever. Oh, you got bit? I'm... Yeah, we're done. So, sorry. No, I'm just tired. Word? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Never seen one of these before. Yeah, Thanks, okay. Uh... So they go to a school. Now, you remember, like, I, I forced you to play Silent Hill 1, and one of the best scenes in the game takes place inside a school. You know, it's really scary. It's dark. It's terrifying. So this one, there's a lot of zombie dogs. <sighs> Everyone's favorites I, return. The dogs. I, I mean, you say you're tired, but honestly, man, I... Oh, we have to do the next movie after this? The fucking dogs are putting me to fucking sleep. <sighs> So the sights I have to show you, Chris. <laughs> so we have this movie quote mark, quote marks around that, and one of the background side so, quests is finding Angela Ashford. That's a that's a grown up name for a little girl. 
No, it isn't. Uh, an hour. It's, it's a name, you fucking an weirdo. An hour into this movie, we find her, and she's fucking British. And, Hello. and almost certainly the exact same actress of the hologram from the first movie. Yeah, our favorite character. Thank you so much for bringing her back. All right, I am. There's zombies out there. I shit me niggas. Great. Fucking A-plus movie. They fucking blow up the two zombie dogs with a matchstick and gas. And she survives with a fire blanket. Kids, do not try this at home. Under no circumstances. (laughs) Do not do this. Do not try and fight the nemesis one-on-one. He has a rocket (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. is like, when you're watching this movie, you sort of, how can you possibly be invested? When you see Alice jump over that fence, like she's a fucking (laughs) Mario character. (laughs) <laughs> he just shoots a rocket at a dumpster. He's like, oh, I guess she got away. What, yeah, you whatever can movie. hear her jump and go. It's it has like Luigi jumping. You know, come on. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it, it's so impossible to be invested in this movie. And we get to this final confrontation where the evil scientist for Umbrella uh, confronts her and makes her battle to the death with Nemesis because <laughs> she was the other project. Of Umbrella. And she had, like, the T-Virus within her all along. So, actually, she is the ultimate weapon. Or maybe Nemesis is. We'll find out which is which. And they fight, and they fight. And I'm looking at CTR. I just set a new record. You've never seen more cuts in your fucking life. Oh, it's a lot. One Mississippi. One. Oh, no, no. (laughs) There was never more than a second. You never. Yeah. It gave me a headache. I had to look at it. People tell me that based on these movies and Underworld and even The Fifth Element and maybe uh, Ultraviolet, that Mia Jovovich is like a capable martial artist. I can't tell because if you cut this often, I don't know who's kicking or who's doing what or what the context is. I don't know what any of this means. I mean, there. I don't blame her for no, this. No, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to blame. That suit does not look like. I'm not, it can that's move the thing is, all. I'm not blaming her. I'm blaming whoever edited this nonsense. Whoever decided to shoot it this way. That's a real problem, mostly with American movies. American movies simply don't know how to shoot a fight scene. You want to know how to shoot a fight? You want a, a masterclass in how to shoot a fight scene? Watch any single Jackie Chan movie, even The Medallion. You want to? No, we'll just put this guy in an eight-foot-tall rubber suit, and he can't, that weighs a hundred pounds, and he can't stay in it for more than a oh, minute. Oh wow, Great. he's gonna a plus. He just mowed down every single one of the special tactics and rescue squadron. How's he gonna? Be? Oh, they took away his rocket launcher and chain gun. <laughs> CQC chain gun and a rocket launcher. And by the way, nothing says survival horror like. An elite's fucking SWAT team with unlimited ammunition. Yeah, uh, wow. Well, the tension I mean, Parker, is so uh, You have to be wondering why did they create this hellish monster and give it a rocket launcher and, and chain gun besides to entertain Chris and Parker. Oh, there's a lot going on here, Parker. There is a subtle uh, reference to uh, uh, international war and like weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> there's this thing called. Hey, what do you think was topical the right Bush now? administration ever thought about that? What if they use that'll super take him soldiers? down a notch? Has there ever, Mr. Has, Bush, you are fired? Has there ever been another video game that ever addressed mass warfare and close quarters combat and warfare as profit? Then Resident Evil? Of course not. Don't answer that. So, uh... You know, George Romero liked to say things with his zombie movies, and we feel like we're following in his footsteps. Yeah, exactly. Halliburton is bad. So, anyway, she beats... Thanks. She beats up, uh... Nemesis. 
this human but being. Also, underrated thing that the evil scientist in charge of all this is the dude from Game of Thrones who desperately wants to fuck the dragon lady. <laughs> that really, really did a lot for me this viewing. Oh, I'm so upset we couldn't the have Alex spent on. eight seasons going, oh, my Khaleesi, uh, it's just a shitty doctor. We could have had Alex on to talk up like, about oh. his favorite show. So <laughs> We're going to activate the Nemesis program. By the way, we're going to nuke the city, but we'll just activate the Nemesis program, <laughs> I guess. So anyway, uh, she's about to kill the Nemesis, and he's like, do it, finish him. There's another video came and, 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 she, <laughs> yeah, like and she's like, games, no, right? can't you see? He has the mind of a child, like Master Blaster from Beyond Thunderdome. It's a great movie. Check it out. It's got like milk. <laughs> anyway, so uh, she, oh, you saw Mad Max? Don't worry. So did the next record. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, she's just like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna kill him. He's like, I am so disappointed. And Nemesis just kind of removes himself from where he's been impaled and sort of walks away. And uh, then he pulls out a chain gun and shoots everyone but her, uh, because because so he's bad. a human deep inside and heart grew three sizes today. <laughs> it sucks. So he should have just killed him. That sucks. So, so bad. Pikachu cries his tears and revives the good soul. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe we not so different. <laughs> Great. Fucking A+. Anyway, she runs Thanks, away. Paul, the and... good Paul Anderson. <laughs> and the, the big bad scientist gets stuck with all the zombies in Raccoon City. And then they nuke it. <laughs> hey, guys, ever see Return of the Living Dead? Cool, so did we. Movies. Anyway, wow, maybe... God, we didn't even mention this whole fight scene starts with her running down that building. It's oh, so I forgot. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like, there's an hour of nothing happening, and then the 30 minutes where things are happening are the stupidest 30 minutes. That's the thing, is, like, the whole thing right before she's going to kill Nim, so she has all these, like, rapid flashbacks to, like, oh, I used to be, like, or, no, he has only rapid flashbacks, like, oh, I used to be human, and I really liked Alice, and she was, like, my best friend, and uh, now I don't want to kill her, or so, and she, by looking into his eye, uh, is able to... (laughs) Discern, did it have a single says, tear, or did I imagine that? Uh, well, yeah, man. I'm not willing to rule it out. Yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I couldn't tell what was going on with all that awful makeup. So, uh, yeah, stars, <laughs> stars. So, uh, a little lap dog there, half amount as the new Scooby Doo of the Squadron. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Cosmo the Wonder Dog survives, and uh, the fucking. Evil scientist is, I guess, dead, and I, she is going to escape. I, I don't remember exactly. Help me out here. She, I think, she's going to escape in a helicopter. Maybe gets shot down, and, and the aftershock gets right. Down, and yeah. she gets impaled by who? Yeah, cares? she she wakes up again, barely. In fact, not clothed at all. We actually see uh, both nipples in this one, so uh, a little something for the fellas. Hey, go! We listened, boys. <laughs> Here's some titties. Hey, well, when you say titties, some air quotes around here, not a much of a. We hear it real yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you Whether so much. you're an attractive woman or a seven foot tall mutant with a rocket Which launcher. is also attractive. Can we just... Okay, we hear it real deal. All nemesis cool. are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All nemesis. So uh, she... Thank yeah, you. Uh, so she gets... Uh, she wakes up in this vat of whatever. Not boiling acid. And uh, she, she gets away. <laughs> And uh, she wakes up. And... My glasses! <laughs> oh no! Batman, my SMG! <laughs> Where's my combat knife? 
<laughs> anyway, so she wakes up and the scientists of Umbrella are looking at her like, yes, activate phase four or something like that. Soon you'll remember who you are. And the scientist is like, wait, I think she's remembering right now. And like, she goes through a rapid flashback. We talk about the editing. Jesus I, I am so sick of all these scenes from the first movie. Remember this, remember this, remember this, remember this, remember this. Because like, the answer is no. Yeah, it was like, I I remember it, but I, I don't care. What does it mean? It, I remember seeing those pictures on screen, yeah, but I'll be goddamn if I know their context. Yeah, exactly. This, this doesn't mean anything to me or you. Ah, she woke up in the bathtub again. By the of way, course she did. you'll see that about eight more times. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, she worry. gets really sore and she kills everyone in, this, in the thing. And she takes a bath towel out of there because I'm going to be good and honest with you. All right, Mia Jovovich, she likes wearing towels in her movies. That is what she does. Who amongst us? I, you know what? I, I've got a big ass and I can't cover my ass with a towel. It's, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of milk squats and... Frankly, I've been doing a lot of tuck and shuffle to the room. <laughs> a lot of a lot of silence of the lambs. Would you fuck me? <laughs> fuck me so hard. You don't know what pain is. Like, oh shit! Just imagine <laughs> just the nemesis going goodbye, horses. <laughs> oh, by the way, they do that at the beginning of Jay and Silent Bob reboot. So, Barker, what are your thoughts on Resident Evil? Oh, cool! Evil? They did that joke again. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Resident Evil like... Apocalypse? It's so, like, there's so many things to say. Like, you sit through the entire first movie, an hour and 20 minutes of this movie, <laughs> and then she looks up at a security camera and telepathically makes the guy bleed out of his eyes. <laughs> and then she just walks away and you're like, wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> she just keeps walking and it's never acknowledged. Wait, you know, Parker, it's not really fair for me to give my final thoughts. I, you know, <clears throat> I'll give my final thoughts. Uh, then we'll get to one thing we have to mention. Uh, my final thoughts on the movie <laughs> is, uh, on the one hand, it is sort of alarming to see this society that's closed in with a disease and uh, the government is partnered with a facility to sort of lock the citizenry in there. It is lying about this to the general public, uh, so we don't really know who to trust in this day and age. But on the other hand, you took what was established as like a competent, not great, but competent horror series that you turned into just a dumb action movie. And you can just realize it is not a good movie. Sure, you added in characters, but it is not well written. The story is beyond bogus, and I want to see the next four. So we need to talk about her leaving this facility, walking out barefoot with a gun and a bath towel in her hands, and then... (laughs) The sequel tease is... She reunites with all of her friends because they got away, I guess. Don't worry about the helicopter crash. Gets in the car. He goes, Program Alice activated. And her pupils turn to little bitty umbrellas. I And then it zooms out through her eyes, through the car, through the city, all the way out to the entire planet. And then you see satellites with the umbrella logo uh, cut to black. <laughs> just play the plays. song. <laughs> I, like imagine spending like years of your life writing a comedy, getting funding together, directing it, and nothing you put together would be funnier than that fade to black and that song. Can we story. just talk about like how everyone understands just implicitly that one of the greatest comedies of all time is Animal House? You get all those actors and all the writing and everything, and yet nothing they do in that movie is anywhere near as funny as ending Resident Evil Two on a kill switch engaged song, and not just any. <laughs> Not just any Kill Switch Engage song, but the end of Heartache. 
the guy yelled at the end. No, that riff. Broken heart. Look. I have a Pavlovian reaction to hearing that riff now. It's a real problem. How do you think I feel with listening to Ballroom Blitz? <laughs> oh my god. I couldn't believe it. Oh, that's, that's the thing. It's like you hear that fucking thing. What does she have heartache about? The nemesis? Angela Ashford? I almost said Angela Anaconda. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> Grant Runyon? Come on. <laughs> There's no reason she should have that sort of thing. But like I think I mentioned to you off, like that this is not a song for you or for me or even for Grant Runyon. This is a song for <laughs> all the emos and goths who watch this in the audience, because they still existed back in 2004, who watches and be like, yeah, Alice is the only one who understands my pain. Uh, you know? <laughs> You know, I feel like I just woke up one day. I don't even know how I got here. Yeah. <laughs> Same, yeah. man. I just Same. go through the motions. I, too, woke up in the fucking Bakta tank from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Fell out of my fake womb. <laughs> and then made someone's eyes bleed. They're all, all these zombies are conformists. They don't understand real pain. <laughs> so. This movie's incredible. Because yeah. it's super, super overproduced, overdone. Everything tries to be all and it glossy. it looks like shit. But it also <laughs> looks like shit. It's such Thank you. I, this is one of the things where we didn't watch it together. In fact, we watched it two different times. And yet, there is that feeling that it, it's kind of like remembering your name where we know that the person is years away and yet they feel like they're right next to us. I I know, Parker. There were a couple of times where I was watching it and I just looked to my left and you were there just shrugging. like <laughs> My force ghost just sitting there doing the rich ass <laughs> next to you. <laughs> Because there's plenty of occasions coming up in the next oh, movie. Oh, Jesus. Shit. So, years pass. Time passes. You start to feel kind of bad that the rules change. It's 2007. Resident Evil... Extinction is the next one. <laughs> uh, hey, Chris, you want to know what came out between Resident Evil 2 and 3? Uh. Ultraviolet. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite oh, movie. that movie sucks. You want to talk about, like, these movies are bad, but you watch Ultraviolet, it's like, actually, these movies are a masterpiece. Yeah, why? Well, you don't have any room to talk. You haven't seen Ultraviolet yet. So, uh... Oh, jeez. <laughs> someone turned the heat up in here? It's oh, so hot. My, my fist just started curling. I don't know why the... I feel my nails digging into my thighs. It's weird. So, uh, Resident Evil Extinction begins, and I have to admit, at this point, it would be weird if she didn't wake up in a shower curtain. Oh, don't yeah. worry. That theme continues. Yeah, it's just <laughs> fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> oh, buddy. You're in for a fun So, week. uh, Parker, you mentioned something about the first movie and how, like, uh, like the laser sequence more or less led to all the rest of the sequels. Boy, you ain't just whistling Dixie. Uh, the the entire fucking thing revolves around that stupid fucking laser sequence. Did anyone think that was cool? Did anyone think that was scary? I mean, I'm sure 12-year-old me thought it was cool. I, you know what? I know what, look, I know what I like now. So 12-year-old me definitely thought The it good was cool. news is you weren't 12 when this came out. You were about 16, 15 uh, at the youngest. Oh, I was talking about the first one. <laughs> Buddy, I didn't. I watched the first one and I was oh. done until like two years ago. Look, I, I get it. All right, like the point is that any company that would install a laser murder security sequence is inherently evil. But didn't we already know that? And like, didn't we watch two movies? In no, this okay. Hey, let's be fair. What if this is your first Resident Evil movie? 
If so, boy, are Good you luck. are you confused? <laughs> Here comes a ten minute voiceover to explain to if, try and explain. If I oh my, if God. I could briefly quote Animal House, my advice to you: drink heavily. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're watching Resident Evil. Extinction. I, think, I got you. Yeah, extinction. We should we should save that in a file or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Overlapping. Extinction. Yeah. So I was thinking of watching Resident Evil <laughs> Extinction. <laughs> so you're watching Resident Evil Extinction, and you have to be like wondering in the first I don't know twenty hours of the movie, where the fuck are all the zombies? Like, what's going but, on? Boy. So uh, Alice. I have several questions about this movie's plot that we will get. Alice. To no last name is in the desert um she's just in the desert and uh, like, we can't skip over the cold open of this movie where one of the alice clone wakes up and goes through that whole thing oh, and then dies and then you get the reveal of just the fucking pile of dead alice clones in the I... fucking <laughs> cold open I... of this movie are you I am. I can't believe I missed this. I am so sorry. The cold before the title card comes up. There's like, there's like thirty dead Alice's. And you're like, fucking what are you talking? This about? is a horror. All right, movie. Anyway, she's in the desert now. <laughs> this is a horror movie. Chris, you like, can't turn it off. Is basically what they're saying. When I told you that there are going to be clones, you I, might have thought I, was I thought you were of course exaggerating. I thought it'd just be a quote, a clone of that little just British a girl. Fucking great, a dirt ditch graveyard of a bunch of dead men. Oh my god! All they're all they're trying to do this entire time is try to figure out how Christian Bale does that magic trick in the Prestige. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Prestige. <laughs> Oh man! So, <laughs> so every single time one of those Alice's dies, they get to go to heaven and they're greeted by uh, a, a by a new David Bowie who has a lampshade on his head. Oh my God. Jesus Christ! What a cursed existence! <laughs> you know that tweet, right? Yes. I feel so bad that I remember it. Oh man, you won't believe it. Justice Scalia is over there partying like an MF. <laughs> so, uh, oh, Alice or. Sorry, so Alice is in the desert. <laughs> now, well, first you might be asking, hey, you guys ever see Mad Max? But before we get to that, you guys ever see Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Now, before you get to that, have you guys ever Jeez. seen Never Too Young to Die? She gets ex- <laughs> she gets abducted by a bunch of turnballs. Uh. <laughs> I haven't thought of that in a while. <laughs> anyway, she somehow escapes from this Hills of Eyes looking ass group. And uh, I think there's. Three for three on dogs in these yeah, movies. Yeah, there you go. Way. Let's get to the dog thing. So the dog, there's. I think there's two dogs, right? Two dogs are chasing her. So the first dog is chasing after her. She does, you know, the thing where she runs up to a wall and does a backflip. It's like standard in these movies, you know, she does. Runs up, does a backflip off the wall. The dog tries to do this and. Oh, fuck. You press left. You were supposed to press right. It's down square X, dude. I told you about that. Impales itself on a metal Fogs rod. Fucks up the quick time event. I know. Hate yes, to see I, I, it. I, By the way, preceding this, before she's thrown in the dog bit, thanks but no thanks for implying that dude's going to rape her. Hey, guess what I don't need in this stupid <laughs> action movie? Yeah. <laughs> Hillbilly rape. Shit. Thanks for nothing. I love... Guy who directed Highlander. <laughs> so going to his IMDb and seeing that his top two were Highlander in this really... Yeah, so she has to escape that other dog. You know, the one in the first movie, she kicked it in the fucking face. (laughs) 
I think about it every time I close my eyes. <laughs> and this is when I realize, wait, why does this movie look so bad? Oh, no! <laughs> oh, buddy, I, if you think this is bad, you, four and I five. I can't look. emphasize enough Ooh. how direct-to-DVD this fucking movie looks. Oh, oh, you're... You'll be eating those words this time next week, my dude. Holy shit. Don't worry. Four and five were both filmed in 3D. Just a oh, little tease yes, for you. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, oh yeah. so anyway, they're in some sort of desert facility? I don't it, I guess it's sure. It's like what? Hey, we're seeing Lerner Airfield. more underground bunkers, please. It's Lerner Airfield from Conair. Uh. Sendino <laughs> and his associates have not shown up on time. And they do another one of those stupid things from the first movie where they're like, oh, look at our computer graphics. Hank Hill so excited. See, I told you, it had special effects. And uh, watch out for that rape scene, son. And uh, it's like, yeah, they live under this thing. And I think it's like a convoy coming down the street or something like that. And it's, you know, led by John Cusack. And uh, for the first time in cinematic history, Inagata DeVita plays during a horror movie. <laughs> you know I wrote down, hey Chris, you like that song, I right? do like that song. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. It's one of the coolest I things I've ever heard. And yet... I would have made a hundred bucks if I bet on that. <laughs> you would have made a dollar. The odds could not have been great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Chris likes a, an old rock song. Jerk off, jerk off, my dad is going to call me up and like, dude, you rocking? I just assume your dad's ringtone is fog hat. My dad is going to wake me up like, hey guys, if you're going to play, you're going to play the good stuff, right? Grand Funk Railroad, here we go. So, uh... Anyway, in a God of... Johnny Rebel, what's this? Oh, jeez, In a God of Defeat a place, in a horror movie. And, uh... Thanks for nothing. <laughs> and you're like, oh wow, that movie, that song is really cool and badass. This this song is great, and the movie is great, and I love movies. Anyway, it cuts to a boardroom. <laughs> Parker, I still to this day do not understand what their plan is. Well, Parker, see, they're going to create these bioweapons. Uh huh. They uh, I, what? uh the, they created the bioweapons, and then because um, their whole thing's like, oh well, some of the highest bidder. Fucking who? Yeah, well, you There's can use, no like, left. the zombies to, like, kill, uh, Antarctica. There's, like, 12 of you left in bunkers. But, Your money's no but good But, like, here. what if, uh... These people can't find cigarettes. <laughs> what are you gonna do with money? What the fuck? Yeah, at this point, how is Umbrella still... Where are they getting their money from? What is any of this? Who is this guy playing Wesker? Why is he wearing sunglasses indoors? Why does his hair look like clay? What he, is his he, accent? Oh my god! So what are his accents? Oh Plural, yeah, there's there's a lot. Well, of we will get, get to out. accents in a little bit. So uh, man, Parker, you've you've mentioned you played at least one of the Resident Evil <laughs> games before. So you know, remember that part where we went out into that wide open desert with no enemies around, like fucking Max Rocktansky. <clears throat> oh, absolutely! My favorite part is just driving down dirt roads for hours, and going. Oh, I hope we don't run out of gas. Yeah. So anyway, they brought back the black guy. Boy, that of all the, the decisions to look make, on my face, it's like when wait, he, pulls up. he he agreed to be in another one of these, and oh, I think I, the reason is because he got Ashanti uh, to like wipe the wounds that from name him. Takes me oh, back, right? Holy was shit. she? Was, wait, was she the one in Queen of the Damned? 
Then she got no. I oh so. wait, she, no, I don't know if she survived. Oh no, that was Aaliyah. Was that racist? Oh, shit. Am I no, racist? Uh, edit yes. this out. So anyway, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, wait. all right, edit in the Ashanti and Chocolate song, there, and then yeah. switch to Kill Switch. <laughs> okay, so always on time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're driving down the road, and uh, Park, you ever hear that like that novelty song, that convoy song? The fucking thing sucks, right? Convoy. Even I don't like that song. It's just convoy. Your dad just woke my, up. Yeah, what? my dad loved that song, and he was. Oh God How damn did it! You my dad, I, I I was recording with my friends. No, we've never even touched each other. It's not. I swear. So anyway, uh, they're like driving down the road to I. I don't remember where they're going. I, I don't care. I, I I don't care anymore. They're going somewhere where maybe Parker, there's supplies. We gotta talk about it. I think you know. What we gotta talk about. We cut there, back. There's at least five different I know, things. Parker. I, when I say it, you will know. We cut back to a boardroom. <laughs> but in the boardroom, it's like one of those, like, you know... It's like an interrogation room, but it's like a testing thing. It's like you got, like, a one-way mirror sort of thing, you know? And it's like, kind of like that King of the Hill episode with, like, the new mower and stuff like that. Or, or any episode <laughs> of Law & Order. Fine, whatever. They have a zombie in there, and they're teaching the zombie to put the red block into the red hole, and put the square block into the square hole, and they teach the zombie <laughs> how to put the block in the correct hole, and thus they say that they have domesticated the zombie. <laughs> he picks up a cell phone, tries to use it, like, my god, the serum works, we need to get millions of these made. <laughs> So right, the domesticated movie. zombie puts say? the red square block into the red square hole and then kills all the scientists. And then the evil scientist guy, question mark, same one from the first movie or second movie. And uh, yes, <laughs> fine, whatever. He looks on and says, yep, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, pig. <laughs> and then the little black file goes in the little yes. black file. So, uh, I mean, we, we do see characters carried over from one movie to the next one. This is called continuity. This is, gives fans of the series something to invest in. If I if I really like LJ, I, I get to see him again. If I really like Carlos, I get to see him in this movie with a completely different accent. What the fuck? I cannot believe the continuity in this series. Yeah. It is absurd. The, the studio is saying, no, you don't understand. We cannot make this movie without Oded Fair. With uh, one of the Epps brothers. <laughs> That's the thing. Is no, not no, not him. I mean, the other one. You were talking about fucking accents. Odin Fair's accent goes full on British in this fucking movie, and he certainly <laughs> did not do that in the second one. Absolutely not. I like when you read the trivia. It's like he's actually uh very skilled with weapons because he served in the Israeli Defense Force. It's like, oh boy, let's move past that. Ooh, uh, no. uh, I'm just gonna. Oh, that's... Hey, how'd you learn how to use that gun? Oh, jeez. Oh wow. Oh, boy. Oh, well. They didn't even scream, huh? They didn't see it. Okay, so. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm used to shooting zombies in the yeah. head. Like, so oh, Parker. Speaking of accents, here. we also have to get to another fucking British kid. <laughs> I, I'm so sick of this. And you know what? Could you? I just. Parker, we have to fucking talk about this. She, there's so. Many she's things. called the sister computer, Parker. <laughs> How is this kid 
so much worse at acting and how does the cgi on this little kid look so much worse than the movie from 2002 i know like we remember we were dumping on that girl the first week because she just straight up can't act she doesn't have inflection or she doesn't know how to emote it's just awful this girl's somehow worse little did we know she's so much worse like it's clearly just like multiple takes Frankenstein together. Like we gotta get something out of this fucking kid. That's the thing about the editing is Yo, you can tell there's a there's a there's a lot of moments where they actually cut within the same scene because she was just that bad, and it's so obvious that that's maybe so just hire a different kid. Like yeah, goddamn. just look, the producer's kid we'll just can't don't be have bad. another British just kid. Have him work for free. So <laughs> that's humiliating. I mean, it really genuinely feels... Not, it doesn't just look like one, although it does, but it also feels like a direct-to-DVD movie. Boy, I I wish it was next week already. Because this movie looks like fucking Lords of Arabia compared to these oh, next two. Oh, no! Argue. Okay. They look horrendous. Okay, Parker, do you remember the I'm birds? Sorry, sorry. Dude. Tip I had the loudest fucking belly laugh. When there was a jump scare of someone turning around and there was a crow in their face. <laughs> Little did I know. Alex is just going to sign up to the, to the call. Just go, call! Call! Go back to trigonometry. zombie crow massacre that would follow. I was dying the entire time. There's a huge pivotal action scene where multiple characters are infected by crows. They're just flying Stupid. around going, caw, 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 caw. <laughs> like, it was funny enough, like, really? You had your crow go, caw, right in the camera? Like, that's fuck you. And then, like, 300 crows. You know, the thing is, crows actually appear <laughs> in the first Resident Evil game. They're considered the most annoying enemies because you can just sort of run by them and they just call a lot and they just get in your way. In this one, you're like, oh, no, that's its whole, whole action set piece. So they have another one. And then there's a fucking flamethrower. Oh, God. He's in a flamethrower on crows in this zombie movie. So, it only oh gets worse. So, Because uh, then Alice just shows up and is like, oh, by the way, I have psychic powers yeah. now. So, so anyway, <laughs> Alice shows up with psychic powers now. And we are, we are constantly cutting back to a boardroom where they're monitoring the Alice protocol. And uh, fucking, they uh, they use their satellite, the umbrella satellite. Remember the end of the last movie, and uh, they use it to activate her irises, which become the umbrella logo. Meanwhile, all the other characters are fighting a bunch of zombies that come out of like a fucking thing or something. I don't know. Uh, I know LJ gets bitten and he turns into a zombie. That sucks. Uh, Chris Redfield. And he hides or, it sorry, for Carlos. about. Seven hours. Yeah, exactly. Like. That didn't progress very quickly on him at all. He's sitting there like, oh, you know, I just got scratched. It's like, you're paler than everyone else. You're the whitest person on yeah. screen. Clearly you're infected. Yeah. Meanwhile, fucking, like, she's... she. Everyone else is shooting and having a good time. And Mia Jovovich, the biggest star of the movie, everyone came to see her in the movie. No one else. And she is just limp-dicking around here, just waiting to get her sign. And then she wakes up and uses two kukris to just decimate these fucking zombies. <laughs> it's, it's real fucking stupid. Parker, why did the zombies look so terrible? It's a great question, Chris. Yeah. I'm afraid I don't have any answers. So the rest of the movie is sort of wasting time with this dumbass cloche. I'm sort of jumping to the ending. 
Like, we have this whole thing. It's like, well, they're going to Vegas. So like, oh, that could be cool. No, it couldn't. And then the movie just ends in another fucking whoa, whoa, white whoa, bunker. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thanks we, for we haven't talked about who's the final boss of this movie, Parker. <laughs> this was scream laugh like number three <laughs> when my Khaleesi turns around and tentacles come out of his mouth. He turns into his oh, own nemesis and he's attacking oh, her, but God. he can still talk in a in a borderline British accent. And she says to him, we're both going to die down here, motherfucker. And she activates the lasers from the first one, which I honestly, dude, if I'm Umbrella, I stop manufacturing that shit. Like, I'm Wesker, I'm looking at that like, I knew we shouldn't have done it. I knew we shouldn't have, if I told like, you guys. It's the third movie in the franchise, right? This seems like an opportune time to revisit all the set pieces from the first one. Like, it's been one movie yeah. gap. Like, don't you guys remember this? It's like you're going back to fucking tattooing. You're just going to some shitty underground Remember this from only five years ago? Like, how could you fucking forget? Ah, uh, you're in high school now, but you were in middle school the, then. The Boy, only, times they are the changing. The only visually interesting thing about the first movie. Don't worry, we brought it back for you. So anyway, the lasers are going to hit here, and you're just like, oh, thank God, these movies are going to end. But oh no, the lasers stop before they reach her. And then who stopped the lasers? Another Alice. I that was laugh number four. <laughs> I could the believe. reveal of another Alice man. There are so God many bless Paul yeah, There are so many fucking clones in this movie, and then Wesker and the other board member. Wesker's still wearing his sunglasses inside. Uh, have another board meeting saying, "Okay, we're gonna have to. I think we just have to kill everyone on Earth." And uh, she says, "Oh, watch out! I got some friends coming for you." And looks at the room full of Alice's. This movie has the nerve to end with a sequel tease of Alice in like a thousand Alice clones coming forth the underground bunker. <laughs> like, how do you want to watch that and not go, I should probably watch the next one real quick while I got time. Yeah, like a friend was telling me that it sort of reminded him of that part in Sonic's Heroes where there's like a whole bunch of Shadow of the Hedgehogs and a bunch of Stasis tubes and then I punch him in the dick. So, uh... <laughs> Please be nice to Adrian. He's our good <laughs> Come friend. On. I would never hurt my good buddy RWF. So, uh, boy, what a movie, huh? And then it doesn't end wow. on Kill Switch Engage. So, strike one. There was one moment where it faded to black for like a second. And he felt long, like and if the credits had rolled, <laughs> I was going to die. <laughs> it just ended. <laughs> like, how do you like? It's a fucking zombie movie, and it ends with her and hundreds of clones in little Matrix pods. <laughs> what are we oh doing? Oh my god, and someone seriously looked at this, they were just like, that's good enough. We didn't even mention that there's a character named Kmart. Oh my god. For the entire movie. <laughs> they ask her, like, oh, that's where they found me, like. Do you have a real name? Yeah, I never liked that name. Folks, if you're listening to this... So they just call you Kmart? <laughs> Folks, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, I want you to look at the device that's playing this. I don't know if it's your car stereo system. I don't know if it's your iPhone. I don't know if it's your Android phone. I don't know if it's your mobile tablet. I don't know if you're listening on a desktop or a laptop or a microwave oven. Just look at the device. Quit stalling. I'm tired. look at me. <laughs> I understand how much we despise these movies and understand that we are so desperate to get to the next four, five, and six. 
This is such an abusive relationship. I can't stop coming back. <laughs> like, that sequel just happened, and I was like, alright, we're probably going to do the other ones next week, so let's not watch them. She's like, we should watch it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I should immediately put it in number four. And then that ended at like 4 a.m. And I was like, we should put it in number five real quick, and we'll just watch six. Yeah. Because every single one of them ends with the dumbest sequel tease, and it's like, well, I gotta see how they follow this up. Because I know it's gonna be stupid. Yeah, it. And don't worry, Chris. It's very stupid. Oh my goodness! I all I can think about is, what if they injected the T virus in the Bigfoot? And that's the T, sis. Waking the man.